Welcome to Off Trail with Erie Metro Parks, and today's episode is about the scoop on poop. We do talk about poop a lot. A lot. At like, least once an hour. <laughs> I, I thought she was going to say once a day, and I was going to be like, um, try it. Like, basically, we walk in the office, and it's like, poop! Oh, guess what? My kid pooped, or something along those lines. We pretty much have three main topics of conversation. Is that what we've established? Yes. Poop being one of the main. Yep. Probably the main. Probably the main. Food. Yes. And what's the other That one? brings us together. Kids. Food really Food truly does. is what brings everyone together. And then what was the other one? Oh, our kids. Kids. Our, yeah. kids. Yeah. our children. Yeah. Because we all have similar age kids. Right. Which brings yeah. us back to poop. Yes. And food. Right. <laughs> In that order. It's a cycle. It's a yeah. feedback loop. <laughs> so basically our lives are a disgusting cycle of poop and eating and poop and eating. Yes. And children. And children. Yes. Who also poop and eat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, I'm super excited about this episode. I'm glad we're doing it first because I think it'll be our best episode by far. So we have to one up this after. Well, that say that's not good because then (laughs) we have nowhere to go but down. (laughs) Start off good, and then everybody's like that poop episode. (laughs) Just keep them up like that. Subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So why does poop get a bad rep? So if you if you read your outline here, I got a couple puns in gross. here, and you're going to like it. I'm going to not look at the outline. You don't have to, but there's one I was part. Say, yeah, do we have to look? I at mean, it? it's smelly, but <laughs> I spelled it B U T T. Oh my gosh! Oh. <laughs> See, <laughs> she <laughs> laughed, but I knew I'd get Cheryl. It didn't matter. That's the only part. You don't even have to look at it the rest of the time. It's just for me, basically. But you so, just, why do you, you said think it again? <laughs> but I just said it. But I just they wouldn't Stop have saying known. Stop saying but. <laughs> We're going to get demonetized. Okay. We're not monetized. So, so why do you think poop gets a bad rep? Because it's gross. I mean, yes, absolutely, but it's necessary, especially coming from a science background. Like, Yeah, I feel like poop is just normal, and most people don't want to talk about their own personal poop oh, experiences. Yeah, no. no, because human poop is like, no, no. But I mean, it is kind of toxic. Now, yeah. Melissa, on the other hand, Deals with poop a little bit more than the rest of us. Um, we all have children, but Melissa has a farm. I have a lot essentially of animals. Yeah. Scooping all poop all the time. Scoop poop. Yeah. <laughs> if you want animals, you're going to have a lot of poop. So poop does get a bad reputation um, because it is smelly. It's gross. It's taboo would be an easy way to, to say it, not to talk about it. Well, and I've heard that like it's a... Uh, in, in evolutionary development, especially in humans, because poop is so toxic to mm-hmm. us. Like, yeah. like re-ingesting fecal matter for us is well, incredibly is, dangerous. Is it the same? It's not, it can't be the same for other animals. Because no. I think like dogs lick their butt all it's the time. It's based off and, of what you eat. Okay. Primarily. So like herbivores eating their own poop is not as toxic as like, because we're eating like a variety of garbage. McDonald's. Consistently. McDonald's and like. <laughs> That's toxic preservatives when it goes like the first time. all bad like. But yeah, it's just not good. Like, and uh, carnivores would have a little bit of trouble, like trying to. Get, there are um, gotcha. some animals called coprophages, like a raven, for example. They'll eat their own poop. Um, they. How many times can they do that before it loses nutritional value? I, I'm not, not a hundred percent sure, but there are some animals that can survive. I mean, think about it, there are some beetles that, that dung beetle, for example. Well, yeah, I mean, because there's Lies. there is a lot of nutrient left in poop. Yeah, especially herbivores. 
poop. It's a rabbit. So that, all poop. that fiber that, oh, really? that they're not yeah. digesting. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. In the winter, when there's like less food supply in the winter, they'll go to their own poop. That's handy. It also helps, (laughs) I'm pretty sure, with their biome. So it helps to reintroduce, like, the fungus and bacteria back into their That's a part. She she did that naturally. I had that on my list for her to talk about, like, the whole... The, the gut makeup. So you you read my mind, you or you or you were just because my script is different than your guys's. So, but yeah, it's there's like a lot of important things that go on in your in your gut, and Melissa obviously knows a lot more about that than we do. Uh, another really important thing is you can tell a lot, and I I was fascinated at some of the things that you can tell a lot about uh, not just human health but animal health in general by based on their poop, like scientists like. They go out, scoop it up, and they can tell. I, I had no idea you can tell if animals are pregnant based on poop. That blew my what? mind. Yeah, blew I my mind. Blew my mind. Would it be because there's different there's a hormones. lot of like bile yeah. mixed in there with yeah. it too? A lot of tons of different stuff that can, you know, contribute to the way the poop looks, the way the poop consistency, all that stuff that is gross to us. And as you look at me now, if people could see your eyes, you're just like slow blinking at me, like you filthy animal. <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to mentally count how many times we've already said the word poop and we've been recording for less than six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. It's so uh, good. Poop is such a This really word, is, like is a poop episode. Like, it is. Yeah. If you're sensitive <laughs> to poop topics, go to the next one. Well, but a lot of the talk is going to kind of segue into, um, you can tell just entirely like animal species, like in your own backyard based on poop. Yes. That is fascinating to me that poop look can look so different and can be so like easily recognizable like it's distinct enough to where you can memorize just by looking at it a lot of times you know in in a general case like oh i know what animal that is because of what shape the poop is that's insane and i mean fertilizer is another example of like using manure to help grow your plants and things like there are so many benefits obviously we're not talking about human poop here we're talking about cows predominantly um, and other farm type animals, there's so much benefit of poop. And, and you know, some, pl- some countries even like capture that, um, the, why can't I think of the word in my brain? Poop. The methane and use that as a, <laughs> not poop, <laughs> but they capture the methane and use that as a heat source or a variety of different things. So dang. Could you Poop is so impressive. Heating your house with cow gas. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's like a, a fart-fired furnace. <laughs> Say that three times fast. Right? Fart-fired furnace, fart-fired furnace, fart-fired furnace. Furnace. Oh, my. Messed it up. That's crazy. So well, I've heard that that is one of, uh, or a, a big piece of the pie of things that contribute to uh, climate change and like the change of our atmospheric makeup is the methane production that comes from like large industrial scale farming. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, it just makes sense. I like, mean, that that's a lot of cows. Somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of cows. That's a lot of farts. Yeah. Yes. And they fart a lot. <laughs> <sighs> I love that word. Fart. <laughs> Fluff. What would you prefer? No. <laughs> Another really important thing is it can also tell you locations of animals. For example, owls and birds. That's how I find probably about 50 to 60% of my owls is by poop. Interesting. So, and poop and pellets. But well, because owls tend to pick a favorite branch and yeah. that's their, yeah, that's their, their poop spot. Their poop spot. 
So eagles do the same thing too, right? Or well, sometimes not. Well, eagles will multi younger eagles will do multiple of them will like poop in the same spot. Gotcha. Continuously because they don't want to gunk up all the good space. Which I get. Like, it makes well, sense. Yeah. Like, well, you, we all go to the same place every <laughs> right. time, right? Well, I mean, obviously, we're a little more civilized than an owl, but... <laughs> I'm going to find a tree. <laughs> <laughs> you just see me out in the woods, like, oh, my gosh, somebody get a hold of Mike. But fun fact about eagle poop, they can poop six feet behind them. Like a... Like, like a jet-propelled? Sh- yeah, like... Yeah. But they do that because they don't want to muddy up their nest. And they also do it to kind of defer. Muddy up their nest. <laughs> Let's clear up that eagles don't just poop. Birds have a cloaca, so they pee-poop combo. So it's like super gross. It's like it's acidic. And that I feel like that's like the Here's a question poop. from a layman like myself who's not a naturalist. Why is bird poop always white? Because that's what comes out. So it's a mixture of... <laughs> Isn't it urea and something? Yeah, so there's a yeah. mixture of like a lot of acid, a lot more acid than it would be in like if you were just okay. pooping out of um, your bottom. But it's both are mixing and then coming out. Gotcha. So there's a lot of different things kind of mixtures going on there. I mean, because I know it's not only white. Yeah. Well, because occasionally you, if you see um, some bird poop when they eat seeds and things like that of berries and things like that, they'll pass the berry seeds Oh, like, yeah, yeah, too, yeah. So. yeah. And and it's obviously not for every bird. Like geese, yeah. geese eat a lot of like grass and vegetation. Stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, vegetation because I mean they, it's like a a grass log, like grass strand, <laughs> compressed <laughs> grass. Yeah, yeah. If it you, looks if like you add water, it'll just go back to regular grass. Well, it looks like not when really you, like when you dope. aerate your lawn, yeah. you know, and you pull, that's like, exactly those, like, what it plugs, looks like, yeah. basically. Yeah. Except it's green. Except green. They might have the the. The most unique bird poop, they might because then they duck, eat so much vegetation. Well, just because of where they do it, like ducks poop, but they mostly poop in the water. Gotcha. So you don't really get to see a lot of duck poop. So geese poop is like usually on the land and it's everywhere. Yeah. So especially if you in walk your park anywhere in Erie County, the trail, <laughs> yeah. everywhere, your pond, for example. So, so yeah, um, I told you the overall health of an animal. Now we're gonna kind of segue into some interesting poop facts. Now, these haven't been the interesting poop facts? Oh, because these have been fascinating so far. <laughs> now, facts. we're going we're gonna to segue here because some of these are quite shocking. So the first one, um, and you might have heard of this before. So some of the most expensive coffee in the world comes mm, from mm-hmm. poop. Huh? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> so there um, is an animal called a civet, and what they do is they ingest the coffee beans as a fruit. So... You know, like as it went still in, has like the yeah. The so red. it has its fruit part around yeah. the outside, and then the bean is on the inside. So they ingest it, and then they poop out the beans. There are people who go and collect said beans, and then roast them. And then this is the most expensive. Like we're talking like. So do they just have these things as pets? Like is this like a farm well, it's beco- operation? It's become that way, but civets are endangered now, so it's becoming much more difficult to get. This Cape Luau is what it's called. Oh, no, Cape Luac, I'm sorry. And if you've seen Anger Management, if you've seen that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. with, what's his name? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, and who's the other guy? Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, he's the one who talks about it because he's loaded, he's got all this money. But we're talking like $200 a pound. Why, though? Like, you drink why? way too much coffee oh, to do that. Oh, absolutely. But I'm surprised Starbucks hasn't come out with a, 
Kopi Luwak version of their own. <laughs> right. Like pumpkin spice. Kopi <laughs> 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 Ew. A little pill. It's like a $500 cup of coffee. But I was just, that whole process is like fascinating. That People just basically follow these civets around, which are like this. Who's the first person to figure that out? I don't know. Maybe they're, in my mind. Does it taste I don't know the answer, but in my mind, it was like there was a, like they were out of coffee beans or something. And like, what do we do? We need coffee. Like that, because that's how I would be. (laughs) I'd be like, I need coffee right now. I don't care what it takes. And. Went out and said, well, I know he eats the beans, so we're just going to you know, these. I have that same question, though, about a lot of our animal products that we eat, like eggs. Like, who is the first person to be like, I see that an egg come out of a chicken. Like, <laughs> I'm going to eat it. I'm laughing because we told the kids that <laughs> chicken eggs, fresh chicken eggs, are chicken butt candy. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for that obnoxious laugh. Oh my gosh! Chicken butt candy. Please brand they, and brand, sell your oh, eggs. Sell your eggs. Chicken butt candy. They Absolutely. had asked for candy, and we were collecting the chicken eggs, and we told them that well, oh we're getting gosh. chicken butt candy, and we'll go make. <laughs> they're kind of like uh, like little white milk duds, <laughs> or brown. Yolk, yolk they're more purple and green. Yeah. and brown. I mean, we got all the colors. Yolk duds. Yoke duds. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, not poop related. You're welcome. So. Or like milk too. Like, that's not for you. No. <laughs> that's for that's for cows' babies. Like, no, you don't eat that. And I like, mean, that makes more sense because, I mean, technically you would have been drinking milk as an infant. So if other animals are lactating, I see the connection. Right. But like, why don't we drink pig milk? Oh, I don't know. Like pig you drink goat milk, right? Yeah, like for some reason goats and cows are okay, but not like horses. We drink almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know why. You know, like I'm assuming it's because somebody tried Ooh, it. I at bet some you. Point. And it probably tasted that, and it wasn't good. Yeah. That milk is probably a delicacy. See, that's Could really weird to think Never that mind. bats make milk yeah. like it, it's mm. weird to think that bats are a mammal in general uh-huh because the flying furball you're you're a bird you're a, <laughs> not quite no, but no okay. feathers you're a furry bird i know it's not actually a bird i'm just saying like they fly they fly like yeah. what in the world it's okay this is completely off topic of poop but like the spectrum of mammals is ridiculous so you have bats who are mammals who fly in the air and then you have whales that are mammals that live underwater mm-hmm. like and then there's everything in between that's crazy yeah because when you think about i mean birds they're not as diverse i guess with right. the except i mean there's going to be some ornithologist that hears this and be like he's full of it but they're really truly not with the exception of like penguins and things like that they just don't have that I mean, there are some that can't fly, for example, penguins, ostriches, but they're still not Emus. as diverse uh-huh. as... What's the, what's the other one down Rhea. in New Zealand that's basically a dinosaur? Uh, oh, yeah, they have the didactyl toe. Yeah. I mean, they're all dinosaurs, but 
Um, dang it. Start with a C. Uh, cassowary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's got the. Is that the spur? <laughs> like they attack. They things. can like yeah, <laughs> split you yeah. open. Yeah, they're wild. Yeah, they're crazy. Literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. So sorry to get us off topic of poop. Kobe Luak. I I want to try it. I truthfully I would have no problem trying it. Would you guys try it? No. No. If it's sterile, sure. I mean, I mean obviously like, it is. I mean, or rich people wouldn't buy it. But I don't no, understand the sure. point. Why? Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't get it. It's got to have a unique flavor. It has to. It has to. <laughs> As I, when that came out of my mouth, I was like, "Well, it's it's been pooped." So now, now I'm thinking. I mean, I'm sure it's been partially broken down. It might be less acidic than. How do they prepare the coffee? Because there's so many different ways. Well, just like you would roast it and things like it that. Just and like it's usually tends just to be put it in there, Mister Coffee on the. No, on the kitchen I don't counter. think there's anybody who does that. It's probably really hard to get like. I can imagine. I don't. I don't imagine like you're like just go to Kroger and pick up some. I'm gonna Kopi Google Luwak. Uh, Kopi Luwak Keurig. Do, do you really think it's it's 2020? <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised, but a French I'll, press. <laughs> it's a pour Kopi over. Luwak coffee K cups. No, no, not even joking. Uh, what? Hold on, hold on. Fake. Oh, okay. So they're just saying to buy the coffee and then use one of those reusable mesh yeah. things. Gotcha. Which is they, what I they, use in my K-cup, by the way. Good for you. Curry could not afford. Could not at all. <laughs> no, it'd just be buy. really funny. <laughs> like it's the most expensive coffee being put in the form of the cheapest coffee. Or like instant. instant <laughs> 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 it's just crystals. Fantastic. Just dried crystals. All right. So next poop fun fact. Uh, in... In World War II, World War One, and the Civil War, uh, bat guano was used to make explosives. I did not know that. Again, like, how does this stuff get discovered? Yeah. I, that was my who question was the exactly. First so who was I, like, I, I got an idea. I dug on that one a little bit. <laughs> Gives a whole new meaning to the term "dirty bomb." <laughs> <laughs> That's a real stinker. <laughs> Stink bomb. <laughs> uh, I had it. Where did I put it? Oh, here it is. So there's an extremely high amount of potassium nitrate in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Extremely high. That's why it's super toxic when you have to remove it and why it's super expensive to get it removed if it's in your attic or your basement or somewhere. So they used it on multiple occasions, um, and it started, they they basically what they were doing was they were going into these caves and like, they had people who were designated to like, that's all they did all day was scoot back guano. And, and this was before like, before you, we you knew. Said, you said back to like Civil War. Civil War. Right? So yeah, I mean, no. Before we knew it was like, okay, mask you want to breathe that in, like those guys probably. So I'm like, assuming at that point they, they didn't know that it was necessarily potassium nitrate. They just figured whatever is going on with bat poop makes it. I, I feel like maybe World War One, World War Two, they probably like, okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah oh, potassium yeah. nitrate, yeah. definitely. But like Civil War, they probably had no clue. They're like this stuff goes, man. I mean, it helped with gunpowder and things like that. They used it as an alternative or mixed it with gunpowder if they were wow. low. Huh. Fascinating. I, that blew me away. I was like, well, it's a good day to learn something new. So that wow. is really amazing. So, see, poop has more benefits than we know. Certain poops. Yeah. Not that you should be using it for explosives now. <laughs> Don't try this at home. Uh, this is one of my favorite facts. Moths and spiders are notorious for imitating poop. Yes. So right. that they are not plucked off a branch or a leaf or whatever by a predator, potentially. So. 
most of my favorite moths are bird dropping moths. They look fascinating. Pull one up real quick. All Tell right. me if you what's think. A, what's the name of it? Just type in bird drop moth. Bird dropping moth. There are a variety of species. I think there's like 25. That looks just like a poo. Yeah. It looks oh. like a bird just went, pooped right on the windshield <laughs> of your car. That's really funny. Yeah. Fascinating. Love those. Here's the one that's going to, I think, stir up the most conversation between us. So, houseflies. Ew. You ready for this? Houseflies are in a constant state of pooping and vomiting. Mm-hmm. I hate them. <laughs> so, what happens is, is they vomit onto something, and they don't digest food inside. The enzymes come from their mouth. They put it on the food, so then it's partially digested as they're bringing it in. Then it is instantly... Basically, it's like in and out. So then it, the digestion is already at work and basically almost done. Put it in their mouth, and it just goes right out the back end. So if you've ever seen a fly on you moving its hands around, it's taking those digestive enzymes from its mouth and rubbing it all over its food. So, like all over me? Like it's trying oh, to yeah. like It'll eat like eat your skin arm. particles and things like that. So it's the second it lands on you, it is vomiting and pooping on you, and you don't even know it. Well, now well, I Now do. you know. <laughs> And I love bringing these types of facts to light for people. Please don't go around killing flies. They're very beneficial in terms of food for other animals. Not if they're going to puke on me. And if they're in my house. The disgust on everyone's face except for mine right now (laughs) is fascinating. You're also like okay with things, bugs, flying all over you and... See, just no. your guys' faces are gross, more grossed out than I... I thought Ethan would have the most grossed out face. I'm... I'm in shock. (laughs) I mean, there are a lot of other insects that have a similar process, but I think that's awesome. I was going to ask, like, what's the typical timetable for food turnaround in insects? I mean, it can't be very long, but, like, with, with with a fly, it is almost instant. That's crazy. That's why they're constantly always eating. Well, do they have a relative, like, high caloric need? I mean, they're... Flying I mean, yes. a lot. Flying a lot, moving around, getting swatted at probably right. all the time. Trying to avoid predators at the same time. They seem like one of those bugs that like their survival is predicated on just like mass production. Like Ooh, there's yeah. just a lot of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean because they're Melissa defenseless loves, every Melissa other, loves every nothing other more than busting into a gross packet of maggots. I yeah. do love maggots. They're what? so cool. Yeah, yeah. Do, uh, it's she, like so her, satisfying to clean it out. Some of her stories oh, about gross. when she worked with... <laughs> I used to work at a wildlife rehab center, so there would be animals that would come in with maggots in them and wounds or whatever, and it's just so satisfying to clean it out. My favorite... No, okay, not. Ethan, just, just stop listening. There <laughs> was this you. baby squirrel that came in that had maggots, like, in its ear, uh, and it was amazing to just, like, flush them out. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how many are we talking, Melissa? Like, a lot. I don't know. A lot. I'm so happy there's people like you. Just imagine. But if there weren't, like, if there weren't people like Melissa, then we'd all be kind of sad and gloomy, and, you know, some animals that could have made it wouldn't have made it. Well, maggots were used in early human medicine, too, for, like... Leeches as well, to get rid of infections and bacteria. Well, that didn't actually work. But maggots actually did work to eat, like, decaying flesh. But it helped people think that. Could you imagine? Ew. See, I wouldn't... I mean, maggots on me, no, no. That's not okay. But cleaning them out of something else, totally fine. No, hard pass. Moving on. (laughs) 
Well, I was going to go to a kind of a segment here. I remember in high school, there was this girl who, um, I'll never forget her name. Her name is Amber. I won't say her last name, but she did mission trips regularly and she would go to Africa. They would go to South America, all kinds of places. And she came back one time and she had long hair and she had this like, she kept scratching her head and somebody's like, what's wrong with you, Amber? And she goes, I don't know how to sing. And then I guess the gym teacher had looked behind her head and there was this, this lesion in her head. And what had happened was a bot fly maggot nope. had been laid. The, the, the bot fly had laid the eggs in her head and pulled out a bot fly maggot. That was about two and a half inches long. Ooh. No. Bot no. flies are like the worst. I, I was like when she showed me the picture like two days later and she came back from the doctors, I was like, what is that? <laughs> Can I touch it? Yeah, <laughs> you would too. I've always been fascinated with bugs and not spiders for a long time. I was terrified of them when I was a kid because of some things, but because of that movie Arachnophobia. No, actually, my aunt had uh, I had asked her for a cup of water and she handed me a mug with a fake spider in it. Wow! And that like gave me some trauma. So rude. And then I got grandma like. Well, wait, cl- clarify. Nobody else knows who. Who grandma yeah, is. When you say grandma, grandma is. not your grandma is my, not not my grandmother. I didn't just acquire one. Um, <laughs> then when I got my grandma, so I got I have a Chilean rose hair tarantula, and her name is Grandma. And when I got her, I was just kind of gifted her. So I I basically sat right there in the office at my last job, and I said, "Today's the day you're getting over your fear of spiders." And I put her in my hands, and ever since then, I've been perfectly fine. Which I probably need to do the same thing with horses. Yeah, you, you need do. to put a horse I, in your hand dude, and say horses are worse. <laughs> like I get so shaky. Melissa, what's the average size of a horse poop? A uh, shovel full. Like one of those snow <laughs> shovel size fulls. It depends on like the a, size like a, of your like a coal shovel. Like, uh, like a yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like a like coal our shovel. Pony. It, I mean, they like poop a lot, and it's not like they poop once a day. They poop a, all day. Uh, yeah, I mean. Are you road apples? That's what I've heard. Yeah, well, that's because they yeah. drop them right in the middle of the trail. Right. Well, and yeah. they're roundish ish. Like I mean, it's all fun well, until they break up. Yeah. yeah. Until they drop and fall apart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So when we clean our horse stalls, we get probably a wheelbarrow full every day. From Wow. We have a pony, and then we also have a. He's like a mutt. He's a standard bred, thoroughbred something. He's a decent sized horse. So. Pony and a normal size horse, that wheelbarrow. So again, when I, as a layman, think horse, I think like whatever people are riding in westerns. That would be like a quarter horse. Okay. Or a Mustang. Ooh, Mustang. Fancy. <laughs> what is cool. the what is the most expensive breed of horse? I have no idea. Oh, okay, I didn't know. I, would, I like don't buy if it's those. anything <laughs> farm probably <laughs> some kind of thoroughbred racing horse. If it's anything sure. farm related, I, yeah, I, I mean quarter I horses immediately do divert go for to a lot. you. Yeah. I mean one of my friends in college, she spent like twenty thousand dollars on one of her horses. What? Whoa. And I but that I mean in the racing and show world, that's that's cheap. Wow. Wow. It, how much does it cost to feed a horse per I year? Don't, I don't know. Per, per, what do you typically feed a horse? Because there's, like, the stereotypical answer of, like, oats, but, like. Okay, so you're technically not really supposed to feed them a ton of, like, supplements, grain, and that sort of stuff. It can oh. actually make them go lame. Uh, oh. So they're made. It's a term, lame horse. Yeah. Is that a term? Yeah. I didn't know what? that was a term. <laughs> I am 85 years old. You are. It's very true. <laughs> 
<laughs> but their main food should be like grasses, hay. Gotcha. Whatever they can find out in pasture. Oh, that makes sense. Otherwise, their bellies get upset and it's not good. Me too, man. <laughs> I feel you, horse. <laughs> All right, so that was a good segue there. All right, so my last fun fact, and this is my favorite. So we all, and this came up right when I started here, was that everybody poops or everything poops. Mm-hmm. False. Nope. I was I was just about to say I have several exceptions that I could think of in my mind of things that are considered animals that don't poop. Go ahead. Jellyfish. Do jellyfish poop? Yeah. Yeah. What? Dude. Dude. Dang it. Yeah. Okay. They, they okay. eat like zooplankton and stuff. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just like you probably don't see it or it's hard to get. Do they have like stomachs? They don't have stomachs? Yes. They don't have what? You're thinking probably like um protozoa, plankton, things like yeah, that. Which they do too. Things. Like no, the, I'm thinking microscopic. Jellyfish. Yeah, jellyfish they they eat Look at that. It's a egg yolk with tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan's description of animals. You can see through it. Look, what is that? That looks like something that would be sold at Spencer Gifts. Okay, so You're what is your... You're thinking like nematophores, which are just like jelly blobs, which I don't know if they poop either. They they have to, right? I would think so. Oh, look at that. What's it called? It's not a cloaca, is it? Uh, it might be. College was 10 years ago. It, <laughs> I mean, that's... No, okay. So, inside we have stomach, we have genitals, tentacle, that's outside, uh, manubrium canal, I don't know what that is, oral arms, what? M- they have a mouth, a sub-umbrella, radial canal, I don't know, but it says stomach on there. I mean, they, they, I, I am confident that they poop. Yeah. Just Google jellyfish poop. Do jellyfish poop. This is normal occurrence, just Good so old. everyone knows. Good old Google. Through their manus. Okay, so they don't technically have mouths or anuses. They have one big hole for both things in and out. Yeah. Interesting. That's Terrifying. Crazy. Okay, what about coral? Because coral are considered part of the animal kingdom, right? Okay, now we're getting really technical. Do you really want to go here? Does, <laughs> does, does do. coral consume? Because... Technically, what makes coral living is the things on it. Oh, they do. Look at that. According to the interweb, yes, they do. They poop. The brown string that comes out of them is poop. Do corals poop? Okay. So, funny story about poop. (laughs) This entire segment has been a funny story on poop. I was going down to the barn the other morning, and the big light turns on. Like, we have one of those automatic lights, and there was a frog... Like mid poop, right oh outside of the door, and I felt so bad because he just oh, like sorry, bud. froze. Like you bust in when somebody's going to the bathroom, and they just look at you like, "Please don't tell anyone." You're terrified. Did he wave his arms like, "Shut the door"? <laughs> Shut the door. He was sitting on the, like a a piece of board and just froze. That is. Oh, Could so you give me some TP? <laughs> yeah. Basically. Okay, so sorry for interrupting. Yeah. That, Is there any other things that you can think that of? I that could think of that might not poop. Mm-hmm. That would be in the animal kingdom. Yeah. Well, shoot, if jellyfish and coral poop, then I would assume everything has to somehow get rid of waste in some way, shape, or form. 
I mean, yes. Cheryl, do you, can you think of anything? I can't think of anything. What about like invertebrates? Are yeah. they invertebrates poop? I mean, I know the answer to this, so is that fair? Yes. I mean, yeah, because we've talked about this before. So face mites. Face mites, you're right. So they're called demodex or eyelash mites. They do not what? poop. They're always on your face. You can't get rid of them. I don't like this game. <laughs> they're microscopic. They're next to impossible to find. Dermatologists, they actually do occasionally cause, um, if there's like a increased amount of them on your face, they cause, um, it's like demodexis something. Uh, and they cause like a lesion on your face occasionally, and it can be treated by a dermatologist. But what they eat, who wants to take a guess? Going to guess human skin. flesh? It's not skin. Oh. Blood. No, it's the oil from your skin. So oh. if you, if well, you, I need more face mites then. Thanks, well, if, if you have an excess, <laughs> If you have an excess of oil on your skin, then chances are that you have more of them. So if you, if you don't have naturally oily skin, I have naturally oily skin, so I probably have like loads of them. Ew. Can we put our faces under microscopes now? So basically what I've watched <laughs> Won't fit on the slide. These, <laughs> these derm, some of these dermatologists that treat this can differentiate between, and these things I'm talking like, like three of them put together is you can put them on a head of a pin. They're Whoa. super hard to see. But dermatologists can like differentiate between the mite and like a skin particle like and just pick it right off of you. Blown away. So fascinating. So they don't poop. So no, they basically eat the oil on your skin and they live for a max of two weeks and they just die, fall off. Well, reproduce, die, fall off. Interesting. So reproduction is happening on all of our faces with these mites. I need to I said I don't like this game. Yeah, I'm going to wash my face with, like, alcohol now. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't kill them. Because they live... Of course not. All right, we're going to get a little bit more technical here. They live in your pores. No, you're not welcome. So they live in your your pores, uh, usually tend to be beneath a hair follicle. Because they basically Wait, that's I where that's hair on my really face. good skin cleanser. That's that's <laughs> where that's where that oil starts is like on the hair follicle. So it, they just basically just uh, just sitting there going to town on your oil on your skin, man. Just like eating it all up. What about those like pore strips that you put on your nose? I, your I yeah, and you? it like cools stuff off. I imagine that that would work. It would get them out of there. Pop them out of there. Face. Well, that's charcoal. Like. <laughs> oh, that'll work. There's masks. <laughs> yeah. See, I can't yeah. do any of those. Like my wife does those all the time, but like I would just pull my beard and mustache hair off. And... So would you just put it in this part? Like no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I could do my nose, I guess. That'd be it. But the rest of it, you can't see the rest of it in my face, so what does it matter? I don't even know what's under there. You don't either. You haven't seen it in like eight years. Well, no. Last year I accidentally trimmed my beard too short. Oh, no, that was two years ago. Whoa. What happened? <laughs> I found another chin. <laughs> That's exciting. Like, whoa. Mine's always been. How long has that been there? <laughs> and then I you have a, nat- that you have a natural that I concealer. Will, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I will forevermore have a beard. I will never not have a beard. All right, which this is my favorite part. This segment's a I thought singed. the last part was your favorite part. Well, it was, and then it just keeps getting better from there. <laughs> so Cheryl giggled at the name of the my news article here. Oh, here it is. Are you ready for this? Yes. So we're, every week we're going to pick a news article. Um, I, I did my, I kind of like 
had Ethan do one, and, and I chose the better one. I thought mine was better. Yeah, yours definitely oh, it was, won. It was biased, 100%. But Florida, <laughs> li- Florida lizard breaks world poop record, dies constipated. <laughs> this is from... So did he break the record? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is from Live Science. So basically what had happened was the whole story is... I, I was like, how, how could this even be? Like, if he's eating, like, just crickets and things, like, he should be fine. So what had happened was is this lizard was next to a pizza shop. <laughs> He's not eating pizza, people. Again, is that how you toxic want? Food. Is that do you want teenage mutant ninja lizards? Because that's how you get them. So, <laughs> so what happened is is this lizard is eating insects and things around the pizza parlor. So then he is also consuming sand and oil from the restaurant at the same time, and it's basically making this gigantic putty mass, which <laughs> they naturally consume sand anyway. Um, they eat bugs and anoles and other lizards and things. And basically it just made this putty like substance in his body that he couldn't, couldn't pass. pass. So 80% of his body weight, 80% <laughs> of his body Could weight. Could you imagine? I, I feel like sometimes I'm 80%. <laughs> <laughs> but their, their natural weight, um, <laughs> this is, this is the lizard weighed in at about one ounce or 28 grams. The mass alone weighed Point eight ounces, so twenty two grams. Wow, that's insane. I mean, this is a pretty small lizard. It's a like hefty when you boy. Think about it, and the the scientist that found the lizard was like, "I've been studying this lizard for years." And this particular one, or this type of lizard, this type of lizard. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's been watching this one over time. They'd been. He's been. He's like, I've never seen one like that. So I, I thought it was pregnant. I thought it was a female. I thought, which it was a female. He's like, I thought it was just gonna have babies gravid is what herpetologists use that term uh for pregnant animal or a pregnant reptile and he picked it up and realized it was kind of like putty like the the he's like he was afraid that he was gonna pop it so he picked it up and they took it back and it was very sluggish and like they tried to feed it thinking (laughs) hey something's wrong like he couldn't get it she couldn't get any more food in like she was just like literally he's like up to like the end of the stomach full of poop. It had like compressed all the organs in there. And basically this thing was going to die no matter what they did. They couldn't even do surgery. So they put it out of its misery and then did like a CAT scan and found this massive putty mass of poo. Oh my gosh. So, and then they tried, then they discovered um, what animal had the second largest. And where is it? I have it somewhere. The second largest, um, and this is the record for largest poop to body ratio, like poop to body weight ratio. Gotcha. So, like, what percentage of your body is poop? Like, mine's probably like what two pounds if I'm lucky. <laughs> getting real. Not that I'm now. weighing mine. Or <laughs> Gross. So, the the next closest was uh, Burmese python in Florida. Shocker. And I was going to say, my favorite part about the lizard story is that it's a Florida lizard. Uh, <laughs> of well, course it is. So and then this python also. Um, 13% of the snake's body weight. So they, this guy, Whoa. this crushed it. Dude. Like completely annihilated it. That's amazing. So, so like, I, I'm amazed that the, the lizard was able to, to be that constipated for that long. Because like if humans are constipated for that long, or like a horse, for example, like all these, like, 
constipation is like a no, no, it's just like, it's toxic. We've talked like at the beginning of this, we said like poop's toxic. That's why it gets a bad rep, but I don't know how it managed to make it this long. It just keeps packing on food, packing on food, packing on food. And I I don't get it. Nothing happens. No, you just literally a major belly ache. I I mean, you, I I mean, I've been constipated before. It's terrible. I can't eat. Right, uh-huh. like you just feel miserable. Was it just was it because she was digesting it? So, I I don't know. Maybe it it didn't go into that much detail, but I I just that's, it was it was her cheat day. It was, and she just it was her cheat month. She just got a little carried yeah. away. And then and then what is that? Let's back up here and go to this pizza restaurant. Are you just like dumping grease out onto the ground? Like, well, a lot of restaurants in Florida, like you can eat outside and. Oh, you just yeah. dump disgusting. that grease, yeah. I love pizza. Or if they have like a, you know, like a cooking oil recycle container outside. Yeah, yeah Those yeah. are always covered in grease. Yeah. yeah. So that, The that, bugs crawling out of the kitchen covered in mm-hmm. grease. Which Felt I went to get lunch today, by the way, and next to the cash register was a can of like kitchen grade Raid. Nope. Did you immediately leave? No, I still got my food and ate it. Oh, I was hungry. But, but I was like, oh, that's not. Where did you get it's it? Not what, I'm not going to put anyone on blast, but. Oh, you tell me after. But I'll tell you later. I don't want to go. Okay. This is yeah. another reason why I've decided not to eat out anymore. Yeah. <laughs> really what are you going on? Like seven months? Well, since March 13th. So whatever that she is. She knows the date. <laughs> well, it was the date school's closed. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Like, yeah, I broke months ago. Like, it was actually, I did really good up until we lost power. And then I was like. For that, like when we had that windstorm or whatever, right? That was it. Yeah. That was a. I blew open the floodgates. And <laughs> can I? Do I get to share my poop article, or are we? Yes. Get, do we save that for later? No. Say. Go ahead and share it. Well, I, it was it was interesting. So I have it here. Yeah, I, I don't have it pulled up in front of me. Um, the headline, of course, caught my attention. So it was basically that um, mouse poop could potentially provide, or has shown to provide, relief for obstructive sleep apnea. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. How is poop related to that? Um, of course, it was kind of clickbait because the poop is not actually like the, uh, the solution to it. It was just part of the research process. So essentially they had mice um, and it, they basically simulated sleep apnea with these mice by uh, like partially depriving them of oxygen while they were sleeping, like creating intermittent <laughs> oh, nice. hypoxia um, to to simulate that. And then, Mike, do you have the article up there? Because I'm trying to remember the exact science of it. I do not. Um, but basically, they took uh, mice that were not subjected to the artificial sleep apnea, took their poop, and... Uh, did a uh, a fecal transplant into the mice that were having simulated sleep apnea, and it changed the like the micro was it microbiome makeup or whatever of their gut, and made them like less susceptible to the negative effects of huh. of the sleep apnea, and so basically like healthy gut bacteria can help prevent uh, your susceptibility to. Sleep apnea. Now you're speaking my jam. Melissa's well, been <laughs> saying this for a year. It was <laughs> incredible. First of all, I didn't know fecal transplants were a thing. Uh-uh. That led me down a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. 
<laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, I don't know which one's the fun <laughs> sound effect. <laughs> oh, okay. I haven't done any of those yet. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I might totally be botching that science or that experiment. I mean, that, that makes sense but because like, your microbiome is affected by so much and yeah. you not getting sleep can affect it. And it's such related to your overall health and your mental health and pretty much everything. Like they're, they're saying that your, your gut is more important at times than maybe like your heart health or your brain health yeah. because it helps to control a lot of that. Yeah. They're all very much intertwined. I, here's a prime example. I went on a diet a few years ago and I like tried to cut out a lot of red meat and my, like my whole GI was like 10 times better. I mean, I was also eating an absurd amount of red meat at that time. I still eat red meat, but not as much as I did. And like everything was just like flowing better. And like, it's, it's, I think it's more delicate than we under, we can even begin to understand. Like I get upset if my poops don't stay on schedule, like the same time and same place within a day but that's not even all of it like you can have a regular poop schedule but your microbiome could still be totally jacked yeah and they do say that you know like our gut diversity isn't great because we're eating such um what's the word Processed. Processed, pasteurized. Like we're not getting all of that bacteria and fungus that you should be getting from the natural environment. Hmm. This will eventually lead to our evolutionary decline. (laughs) Sure. I mean, no, but (laughs) it's it's giving us wimpy guts. It's what it's doing, right? I mean, am I wrong? Like Uh we're not, eventually we won't be able to even like, because even your immune system is tied to your gut. Like, we won't be able to even consume, like, some things from nature because we're so dependent on pasteurized, all those things. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, I, I just love the stuff that tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> Which, not that the stuff that you make at home can't be good, or the stuff in the woods in some cases can't be good. It's just a little bit tougher to get. It requires work. For people. Yes. But worth it. Those hamburgers, uh, my wife still talks about them, Melissa. <laughs> Which ones? We ate hamburgers at Melissa's <laughs> once. She just, honestly. Are they from your cow? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Nice. Still, Best hamburger she's ever had. So good. I'm telling you, raise your own meat, people. Um, No. It takes a lot of work. Yep. Nope. <laughs> and they poop a lot. <laughs> just buy one from Derek. True. A cow or a burger? You can buy a cow. <laughs> I don't want to buy a whole cow. You can buy like half or a quarter. That's a lot of cow. Yeah. No, it's not. I don't I don't eat it's, yeah, it's really I don't eat beef often enough to to buy. I feel like if you're bulk. eating a better quality, you would eat it. I I know I would cuz I don't like store bought meat. Like like in terms of beef ground beef specifically i don't like it like, like kroger or whatever because it's old and yeah colored <laughs> yeah. but yeah and grain filled what have we gathered from this whole thing is your guts are important yes, yes. and your poop's yes. important yes it really is amazing how much essentially like a waste byproduct can tell you like because we're 
as humans, we're so conditioned to think that like poop needs to go away. Yeah. Like, well, like it's just gone. I mean, vets and things but, like that, they just, that's how they basically get down to the, I mean, think about your dogs and thing, our dogs and cats that we have, like yeah. not even farm animals. Like that's how you know when your dog has worms. That's how you know your dog, you know, yeah. isn't doing well. Like if they're not pooping, something's wrong. Yeah. Like that stuff needs to be moving. Or if they're pooping too much, yeah, something's wrong. Think about when you when you we've all had children. So when you first have a child, like how important those first what twenty poops, thirty poops are. Yeah, in uh-huh. the first day. Yeah, yeah, in for the sure. first day. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, people don't talk about poop enough. Agreed. But I think we've we've really we really. Uh, Beat it to death. There should be a, there should be some kind <laughs> of poop pun here. I'm, I'm trying, I'm grasping for a, a pun, but I got nothing. It's probably for the better. We gave you the scoop on poop today, so we did. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Yay! Yay!